0: Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir.
1: I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama trust cast.
0: Yes, we are trusting Starcross. Is that where you're going? What's well, you're the doing? theme
1: of the episode is trust.
0: The theme of the episode is trust. Uh,
1: <laughs> I gotta say, <laughs> Starcross has gotten really, like,
0: <laughs> hitting you over
1: the head with their message. Well,
0: I mean, it's not even that like, throughout the episode you see it, is they always have this moment at the end where they're like, so the theme of that episode was family. (laughs) And you're like, yeah, probably gonna cut those lines out.
1: I got it. I I watched it.
0: It kind of makes me want to go back and watch some of the uh, the first few ones. To see if maybe we just missed it. To see if we missed those parts where someone at the end was like, the theme of this episode is assassination.
1: The theme of this episode is... Swimming. A
0: is forest. <laughs> I like I also like the idea that, that the <laughs> themes are like, well, it's family and it's trust and it's uh, willingness to do what needs to be done. And also, assassination, swimming, <laughs> bees. <laughs> ah, huh. okay.
1: Flowers.
0: Flowers. Some
1: flowers are bad. That's the theme. Some the, flowers are bad. That was
0: the theme of the episode with the black cipher, yeah. is that some flowers <laughs> are bad. Sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes, you shouldn't smell a flower. Ooh. What a very specific theme.
1: But which flowers? Wanna, which flowers, crossed?
0: I want to make a movie with incredibly specific and niche themes. Like, <laughs> hey, you know, maybe you should... Uh, <laughs> I was going to say look both ways <laughs> we're across the street, but that actually...
1: That's good advice. That
0: actually is just good advice. Uh, <laughs> the thing with this episode is don't trust Brad.
1: <laughs> okay but what if i don't know a brad eh, well when you meet one you know <laughs>
0: you don't tr- and i'll saying all brads but brad
1: but it could be that brad it could be that
0: brad <laughs>
1: <laughs> you won't know until you trust him
0: the theme of this episode is that somewhere out there there is brad and he is waiting
1: the theme of this episode is more <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we're talking about Starcross in an episode that i really enjoyed
1: you know, last episode left... Here's the thing. I have to start with a here's the thing. Right. We've watched too many teen dramas. <laughs> so I'm continually afraid of things that Starcross does not deliver. Yeah. Because it's a good show. It does good things. Yeah. yeah. Have you noticed that Starcross never backpedals no. on what it sets up?
0: No, it no. It doesn't. But Sometimes
1: it, it does zag when you th- think it's going to zag.
0: Yeah. And it, it plays with audience expectations. It plays with... Uh, the way characters can be presented but everybody does seem within theme with well not theme but within motivation whatever their motivation is it seems like they're actually doing what they
1: yeah it's never why why would they do that <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's and really what we're doing is we're bearing the scars of former,
1: <laughs> former shows, <laughs> former shows. Um, Starcrest also has. Ex- we talked about this last week. It has extreme economy of character.
0: Yes, they are willing to just have not- people not be in that episode because the storyline
1: is not about them.
0: Yeah, like we will not see Julia this episode.
1: No, Julia. No, Miss Benton. Yeah. Lucas has been missing for a while, the which pro- does is- give me a hole in my heart. The
0: problem is I don't think they have a storyline for Luke. Lucas doesn't have a storyline, is now, the problem.
1: Now that Sophia's not into him.
0: Well, and the problem is, uh, is that originally he was kind of Roman's buddy thing mm. for a couple episodes, but now Roman and Emery are together.
1: Roman has help with someone he loves. Yeah, yeah. And Drake and Roman are kind of teamed up, too.
0: Yeah, you know, a lot of buddies, a lot of cross purposes. It's it's very good.
1: There's less Romeo's and Juliet's now, but more friends. <laughs> it's
0: true. We have solidified the Romeo and Juliet. When this began, we were like in a quantum Romeo and Juliet state where we didn't know who's Romeo, who's Juliet. Uh, <laughs> now, now we've got them. We, now, yeah, now we got them. There's still one. There's still one dangling Romeo, uh, but. I'm not sure how much. You I, know. I
1: think that dangling Romeo is Paris. <laughs> I
0: was actually thinking about Drake as the dangling Romeo. Oh yeah, you know, Drake and Taylor. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, things th- things will simplify. They'll be clear. We we got only a couple episodes left of this,
1: which is sad.
0: And the uh, the what is it the, the sample images look wild.
1: Yeah, things are going <laughs> to happen. Things
0: are going to happen. Things are going to
1: pop off.
0: Yeah, so we should pop off and get into it. <laughs> Because this is StarCrossed, Season 1, Episode 9. Some consequences yet hanging in the stars.
1: Some consequences yet hanging in the stars.
0: Boy, this. Show is rough doing the dramatic whispers too. Huh? Now I'm
1: just like a ghost.
0: <laughs> I'm a ghost
1: who can't talk yeah. loud.
0: So we begin uh, with introducing what will become the party of the episode, which is that Grayson is making a poster using some wild tablets.
1: So I was going to make a skeptical comment like, oh, so Grayson's an artist now? But then I remembered that when Emery made her um, propaganda film, he was her editor and videographer. Yeah. So it is actually known that he is artistic.
0: And also, (laughs) the app he's using looks, looks very much like it's just a clip art drag things in type of app.
1: So, um, what's going on? Is Taylor is throwing a meteor viewing hot tub pool party?
0: Yeah, it's an <laughs> Taylor has an excuse to have a party, and if the, we know anything, when Taylor plans parties, it is her existence.
1: Um, yeah, remember when she was so obsessed with the homecoming?
0: She will. She is going to define herself off of this party for this episode, which we know is the case. When Lucas throws a party, you don't even know he's the one throwing it
1: <laughs> until someone says it, and you're like, wait. Lucas owns the Crab Shack?
0: Mm, Crab Pot. Crab Pot. You gotta suck God the Crab Shack.
1: Now, it has also (laughs) been reaffirmed to us in this episode that the Atrian 7 can now go anywhere they want, anytime they want.
0: Yes. Sophia
1: is just, like, in the Crab Pot.
0: Well, it seems like the Atrian 7 can go in and out. They still have to get scanned, though. Yes, but they can
1: go in and out anytime they want.
0: Yeah, so they're still, and probably it's still, like... They're marking down every. I mean, they're scanning them. Yeah, so. they're,
1: they're keeping track of it. Yeah, uh, they
0: they've done it to such a point where where like it seems like, like don't worry about it is the basic.
1: Yeah, stop thinking about stop this. thinking
0: about it. So, hmm.
1: so Sophia is hanging out in the crab pot, and Taylor's like, oh, please come to my party, but also invite all of the Atrian Seven, but also invite Drake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, now
1: Grayson's like, ooh... <laughs> Drake?
0: I also don't think Sophia invites the other Adrian Seven.
1: (laughs) I think she does kind of mention it to Roman, and that's about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but she's just so excited that Taylor is very interested in Sophia being there, Uh, has commented greatly on her new hair. Uh,
1: Taylor and Sophia are like BFFs now. mm
0: -hmm. Taylor's actually a lot nicer to everybody in general now.
1: Well, it's because Taylor, we will find out, is having some regular hookups. Yeah. And that makes a girl happy.
0: Uh, also, Gra-
1: she's realized that Atrian 7 are not going to impede her parties. And uh, that's all she cares this, about. Uh, that's all she
0: cares about. They just haven't wanted to go to her parties. Yeah. Uh, Grayson, however, also wants to tra- uh, to talk with Drake. He wants to have some Drake time.
1: He needs that Drake. He
0: needs that Drake. <laughs> <And> <laughs> <That's> like-
1: <laughs> that will be his motivating
0: thing for this episode. Just,
1: he needs Drake.
0: Yeah. Uh, there is mention of Roman, which moves us to let's just call it what it is make out point
1: Roman and Emery are hanging out in her car
0: now I understand the the use of changing time but this but remember we left last episode with Roman and, and Emery Emery's standing
1: ho- on the streets
0: holding the mirzan we cut to this car which is the next day and I'm gonna say, I I have to imagine this is Roman looking at the Mirzan again.
1: Oh, I think Roman has probably looked at the Mirazan, like, numerous times. Okay. He made Emery take it, because yeah. it's safer off-sector, but Obviously. he just needs to keep watching that.
0: Emery, meet me at Makeout Point, so I can go into the memory of that dead guy again.
1: And is like, Hot. see? <laughs> see? Caster did a shoot. Yeah. And Roman's like... But yes, what I need is the full story. We need
0: to clarify that Casper comes in like a gangster. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, like this is not a casual, it's not a scuffle, it's not an accidental shooting. It is
0: casual, he just walks in and is just like, hello, hello.
1: <laughs> well, what I mean by casual is it's not like he like sneaks up one, or something. Yeah,
0: one of them casual shoots at, shootouts.
1: You know, he is there to do a shooting.
0: Yeah. Uh, now, Roman, I, he's, I actually do like this, Roman's like, well... We don't have the whole story. We literally see
1: him a, walk into a room.
0: A, yeah, a fifteen-second period of you know of this, and we, kudos to Roman for not being like immediately flipping and flopping. I hate and,
1: him now. Oh my god! Like, like, you know he helped me a lot. He helped me get the Tregs off of your back.
0: Yeah, and and he raised a good point. He's like like no one like you don't do like, what he did there. You don't do that randomly like. Mm-hmm. Even if he is bad, he has a – there is a, another side to the story. Well,
1: and what he's like, you know, I need to find out his reasons and see if I forgive him. And then Emery has a line that I'm glad only comes up once. She goes, <laughs> forgive him for killing someone. Oh. And I'm like, <laughs> like, you forgave your father for em- killing someone, Emery?
0: Yeah, Emery. Oh, boy. Every so often, whoever's writing the lines for Emery just throws her – some absolute nonsense that needs to be ignored. She also throws out the line, I never should have picked this up. And I'm like, Emery, you got to stop doing that. You got to stop. You got to stop being like, oh, I discovered a, I just, dis- I discovered a, a con- uh, you know, a, a plot. A, conspiracy. a murder that has been hidden for years. I shouldn't have gotten involved.
1: <laughs> Makes people sad.
0: Yeah, like. Emery,
1: thank God, is not an investigative reporter. Despite her <laughs> propaganda film she made earlier. Yeah. Not an investigative reporter.
0: Yeah. Uh we should check in with our newest character with this which is Soroya.
1: Saroya and Drake are walking through the market while Drake just rambles. Just he's so excited <laughs> his mom's there.
0: Meanwhile, his mom is just looking at everybody and everyone's looking at her. She's
1: like, They're all assassins. They're all assassins.
0: No, <laughs> I want to clarify about this assassin point. Soraya will constantly be like, Caster's sending assassins after me. Caster is setting assassins after me. And we do see this dirty man looking at her. And we do eventually this dirty man does work for Caster. Yeah. But no one ever really does make even the slightest move towards her.
1: Yeah, people are mostly avoiding her because we find out later, everyone thinks it's her fault they crash landed on this planet. Well, they know
0: she's the co-pilot.
1: So she was basically a pariah before she went to jail.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> it just <laughs> kind of makes her look real paranoid. Real paranoid. And you know what? Here's the thing. I don't know if they're doing it on purpose. Maybe maybe there actually are no assassins after her. Maybe there are and people are just use are maybe there there are or maybe there aren't and people are just using it to kind of like manipulate her. It, Who knows? In reality it doesn't matter whether or not assassins are actually after her. Because it, as
1: long as she believes it, yeah. it's true to her.
0: Yeah. And that's, I think, pretty strong. Maybe they also just didn't have time to show...
1: Us assassins.
0: Or, like, like yeah, like someone, walk, like, you know, a guy walking towards her and he's drawing a gun and then people get in the way and he has to, like, hide the gun again.
1: Let's be real. There's only one gun and we don't see it yet. <laughs> So, so Castor, yeah. Roman, being Roman, is like, excuse me, Castor, <laughs> did you do this? I,
0: this, this is wild to me, not even just to see in a teen drama, but in a show to be like, you know what, let's just cut to the point. These two have a, tr- at this point, have a trusting relationship, Roman full on just confronts him, and it's very enjoyable, because Castor... Comes back.
1: <laughs> and I'm going to say, Castor does not do a great job well, of that, his lie here. The that
0: he doesn't know exactly what's on the,
1: so the thing. He, he imagines what he thinks is probably on it. Yeah. And he says, oh, well, yeah, I did shoot them. I had to shoot the pli- pilot to stop his mutiny.
0: Yeah. Says that we the... told him
1: not to land on a, this planet, and he was going to.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you know. to be fair to Castor and the show, like, this – is actually a great moment for just the audience because I went back to the, to the former thing, and you could read that as
1: redirect course, redirect to the planet. To the
0: planet. Yeah. Oh, it's inhabited. All right, readjusting course. So, but the, but like it's this great it's this great lie for the audience because you hear it and you go, oh well, you know maybe it is the truth, and then you think about all the other stuff Caster has done and that we we that have we seen and and then the point and then a very important point they will be raised later. Mhm. Mhm.
1: But, but Roman goes, "Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I I see what you're saying.
0: Like, I mean, yeah, I mean that does make sense why you would want to stop them, I guess and I it, do it's, you you have been nothing but helpful to me as far as I know.
1: So, I trust you. Trust is the theme of this episode." <laughs> Uh, back at school yeah. Roman fills Emery in immediately and she's like yeah but Castor does a lot of bad stuff
0: yeah we, we get some good interpersonal conflict here based off of two people with very important ideas we know that people feel what they do in the Mirzan Emery felt Castor shooting her and that and would be
1: hard to forgive. she's
0: not as connected to Castor as, as Roman, Roman is, is. Like,
1: let's be real. Their first conversation ever was he did save her from people by the Wall of the Missing, but he was creepy. Mm. <laughs> that
0: That is true. Uh, now, Roman, because he's like, well, I got to keep finding sides to those Dota Hectrons. Story.
1: So now I need to go talk to Soroya and I'm <laughs> gonna figure out what's happening there. Mm-hmm. There's lots of sides to the story, Emery. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, yes. There certainly are.
1: And to be fair, Emery also thinks he should get yeah, Saroya's yeah, no. perspective. Yeah, like, she's she's not a real dummy.
0: Yeah, there's some good there's some good conflict here. You get Roman being like, Emery, you don't understand what things are like in my world. And because to the married Emery, Emery doesn't immediately go, well, how could I? And just like running yeah, she's off. She's just
1: like, mm, so they're both like, good point.
0: It so was they're both like, okay, we we kind of had a little bit of a tiff there, but <laughs> I guess we're moving on.
1: This is where we're at right now. And
0: then I think it's been a long time, but Aaron, we got a smash cut to sex.
1: Yeah, and I thought it was a dream sequence because <laughs> it was so smash cutty. <laughs>
0: like hard smash cut, Drake and Taylor in the locker room just... Having sex, and I, I think this is foolish because, come on, kids, you have sex in the bleach room.
1: Yeah, we've seen the bleach room. Why are you having sex in a locker room? Putting a banner. I do like that they make a blanket out of like a sport banner. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where they got the banner
0: from. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I don't. I guess all the towels are probably either sweaty or small.
1: Yeah, but that banner. Now, the reason I think I thought it was a dream sequence is because it's been a while since they hooked up, and I didn't know how to write this down, because I was like, but what if I say that they are having sex, but it's just a dream in Taylor's head?
0: (laughs) I like that you have to deal with a problem that I don't have to deal with, which is the fact that you write in pen. I know.
1: (laughs) I mean, I could just correct it, or, like, cross it out, but... (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, but no. Uh, Really, this scene is mostly so that Taylor is inviting Drake to the meteor shower party
1: and drake is very distracted by the fact that his mom came back from the crate and yeah. he's not ready to tell taylor about this because his life is hard and weird Yeah,
0: more real good character stuff drake doesn't open up to Zo- to not zoe doesn't open up to, he open up to zoe uh doesn't <laughs> open up to taylor because he's drake and this he- is this is what his character does we we get it we yeah, understand this. Th-
1: this is how he is. He has no family.
0: And as infuriating as it is, is we're like Drake. If only if if you could just just tell Taylor that you that your mom is back. But we know about Drake. We are nine episodes in. We get Drake.
1: Mm-hmm. Speaking of people who don't get Drake, though, Grayson <laughs> wanders on up to Drake. He's like, "Excuse me, I would like to
0: ask you some questions about Zoe, please." No, no, he comes up going, "I saw what you did." <laughs> yeah. And Drake's like, dude, she wanted it. is <laughs> <laughs> like, what? No. What?
1: <laughs> no, I promise. I'm a good guy. <laughs> what?
0: Did, wait, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> no, Gray, Grayson is like, no, I saw you and Roman dump me back on my lawn.
1: And Drake's like, uh-huh, because you were drunk.
0: Yeah, yeah you... Dr- You and me and
1: Zoe left the party and you were drunk and then I brought you back because I'm a good guy.
0: Drake, suddenly the only good spy. (laughs) What happened to this beforehand comes up with a lie on the spot.
1: And then Grayson's like, I saw you take Zoe's car. And Drake's like, yeah, (laughs) to bring it to Zoe. Now. (laughs) What do you want from me?
0: Yeah. What I. What I. What I. I'm I'm confused if. Did Grayson see the video of him, Zoe, and Drake getting into the car?
1: I thought he saw all of it because it would all be on the security camera. But, you know,
0: it's it's fine because the entire purpose of this is just holes in stories. Yeah. Like, there's a parallel between Drake and Caster. They'll both say something that at first glance you're like, that makes a lot of sense. Because
1: part of Drake's story is true.
0: Yeah. Uh, But the more you poke into it, the more holes will appear, which doesn't disprove the story, but is enough to make you go, I need to look into this further.
1: Hmm.
0: Hmm. And Drake also does raise a good point. He's like, why would you help me? It's like, well, to return the favor, because you saved me from the Red Hawks. Duh. Duh. I'm on the bus now. (laughs) Also, forget what I said about Taylor. What? (laughs) What?
1: Speaking of the bus, now we're back at the sector, mm-hmm. and Roman goes, Roman on over. <laughs> I've been waiting to use that. Yep. He goes to Drake's pod, because he wants to talk to Soroya about yep. her situation, and she attacks him, <laughs> because, because she thinks he's the assassin. He's the assassin.
0: I think she was saw him- She saw him talking to Caster earlier. Caster, yeah. Uh, they shook hands. That's true, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, so there's, you know, she thinks he's the assassin, Drake comes in and is like, what's going on here?
1: Why are you stabbing my friend, Mom?
0: What's happening? This and is- has- a- Great scene.
1: His mom's like, she, he is not your friend. And Drake's like, mm, 100% he is. And then,
0: so she she explains, she's like, I'm the one who dropped off the Mirzan. Why would I do that if I'm the, the you know, the- uh. If
1: I was the one who was rebelling.
0: And this is great writing. Roman is like, that is logical. But I but I'm but I'm already so angry. It's hard to come back from that level of like he's he she a,
1: stabbed him in the neck.
0: <laughs> yeah, he had a knife to his throat, his adrenaline's pumping. You don't just hear that and go, Oh, okay. So he he's in this weird moment where he's like, That makes a lot of sense. But also, you attacked me.
1: And then Drake gets a little bit too involved, and then Roman's like, oh, I've been working with Castro to keep tracks <laughs> like you on a leash.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's still angry and he's lashing so out.
1: hot. <laughs> Wait, what?
0: <laughs> huh?
1: Huh? <laughs> mm, next day at school, Emery's like, "There's a bandage on your neck, dear."
0: <laughs> and I like every Emery comes up being like, "My God, Castor was right about everything. She is dangerous."
1: And Roman's but, like, mm, "I mean, yes, but no."
0: No, 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 no. S- settle down <laughs> uh, before you fly off wherever you go let me just explain this a little bit
1: I was stabbed in the neck by Soroya however she dropped off the thing so
0: once again just given why do they give Emery this line he says she dropped off the Mirzan Emery in like utter bewilderment from the fact that we know she's pretty smart Mm it's like But what does that mean? What do you think it means, Emery?
1: It's like somehow (laughs) they don't know how to drive the scene forward. So they're like, just give Emery a dumb line. It's fine. Just make
0: Emery ask a question. (laughs) It will work.
1: Which is unfair to Emery, but. So Roman's like, well, the only thing I can do next is go see the Hata.
0: Yeah. the The elders. The elders. We saw them before. Yeah. Yeah.
1: At a, what is that place called? House
0: of Cards. Yes,
1: it comes up a lot and it's dumb.
0: Yeah, the name of it is the House of Cards, where they play checkers
1: yeah and he's like
0: dummies
1: I just need to get their opinion on what happened
0: well no I think he he is go- he does want to like he's gonna tell them exactly what he saw in the mirrors Ed, mm-hmm. and things like that and
1: and he- tell them Soraya's story and Castor's story and yeah. just
0: he's he's like I'm really what goes out is like I'm getting my hands out of this. I'm a teenager. I'm moving this up the chain, which is also something we've never seen in one of these shows. If this was Archie Andrews, he's like, well, guess I better kill both of them.
1: (laughs) That'll solve my problem.
0: (laughs) Excuse me? I gotta get myself deeper. The only answer is to get myself deeper.
1: Maybe I should join the mafia. You didn't know. There's the Tregs and there's the elders, but there's also (laughs) the Magoya, which is mafia.
0: (laughs) And they're... Very Italian, despite the fact that we are from another planet. But I think,
1: I think I'm <laughs> going to join the
0: memory. I think that's the solution to this problem. Keep referring to the wives as malls. They They're, got
1: a wheel and deal, use their wiles and giles.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot, of, uh, <laughs> a lot of stuff in there. They pretended to be a CIA agent. That was back on the planet. We also have a CIA.
1: <laughs> for, for us, it stands for... Well, you wouldn't you know understand the, it. <laughs> you wouldn't
0: understand it. It's in Sandivh. Nice pull there. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. You pulled that ripcord real well. I saw that moment where you are like, oh, I gotta come up with an acronym on the fly. Like, nope. Absolutely not. I'm out. <laughs> not my problem.
1: No, I want to point out that Emery and Roman are super bad at having a secret relationship. <laughs> well, like, does she kiss his cheek in this scene? <laughs> Yeah,
0: it's like they think the school's a safe spot to do it in.
1: <laughs> because, I mean, God knows there's never been an operative in the school. I also love they're like, we
0: gotta keep this a secret. We just have to hang out with each other all the time and no one will think that us two hot young people are dating.
1: If I touch you, no one will be suspicious. At a certain point,
0: Emery is going to tell Sophia they're dating and Sophia goes, yeah, I know.
1: Everyone knows. <laughs>
0: Everyone knows. You
1: came to our house on Atrian Christmas.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's either you or Julia. And I invited Julia. So... I think sad, this is probably a scene where she invited Taylor. And Taylor was like, I can't. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I
1: was like, I'm busy. I have a and... party that night.
0: <laughs> she probably did. Yeah. Uh, so we come we back in to see more of Soroya. And this is where we sort of get her real... She's, like, closing blinds and talking about assassins.
1: But it turns out people are kind of after her because Terry shows up to take her to go see uh, Vega.
0: Oh, yeah. (sighs) Oh, my God. Vega grosses me out. Yeah. She's so smug and sly, and And she thinks she's so intelligent.
1: You're so lucky, Vega, that things are shaking out in a way that's favorable to you. There's no way you could have planned for any of this, Vega. Yeah,
0: which she will plan for. She's well, she will say that she planned this.
1: Absolutely not, Vega. But we're not going to have that yet. First, we're going to have a scene where Emery, (laughs) for reasons unknown, is helping Taylor put together like glowing fake plastic wine glasses for her party.
0: (laughs) This scene is like seeing a cat walk on its hind legs. (laughs) You're like, I guess technically it's possible, but I don't like it.
1: I mean, they're in the same class. Yeah. They're in that homeroom class at the Atrium 7. But it's so weird. Zo- Zoe's gone, so I think Taylor's just like, I need a new best friend. New I'm best- going to try out everyone.
0: Because <laughs> I do like Sophia, but let's, let's give Emery a try. <laughs> and what I like about this is that Taylor, they're talking about romance. Yeah. Um, and Taylor pivots it to being like, you know, you, you just meet a real good pair of kitten heels, and you just don't know if you can keep having sex with them.
1: Because sometimes the kitten heels won't tell you about themselves. Sometimes
0: the kitten heels won't tell you about their lives, their home lives. I want to learn all, everything about my kitten heels.
1: <laughs> I want to know how they were made, what <laughs> made them the way they are.
0: And Emery cuts through the bowl immediately. She's just like, well, I find that people <laughs> <laughs> Are sometimes hard to deal with, but that doesn't make it like bad to deal with them. Yeah, it
1: just takes work sometimes. And I just like how she
0: gives nothing to the metaphor. <laughs> She's like, Yeah, I got the me- I got you doing a metaphor here, dude. I'm not doing it. We're moving <laughs> we're moving on.
1: Meanwhile well, not meanwhile, oh. during the scene, Drake or not Drake, Grayson, Grayson like essentially lurks on up directly behind Emery <laughs> and is like, excuse me, I would need to talk to Taylor.
0: I'm doing stuff. <laughs> Taylor, I gotta talk to you alone.
1: I have my own storyline this episode. Emery, I'm not in your storyline.
0: So he's getting more information on Zoe and Drake, and Taylor does what we said. She she says that Drake was the one who told her where Zoe went, which pokes a hole in Drake's story, because he says the last time he saw Zoe was that night of the party where she drove off in the car. Which... Poke holes in story. I mean, it doesn't prove that he's lying.
1: And Taylor is so convinced... Yeah, But she does say, she's like, Zoe was embarrassed, she didn't want anyone to know that she was poor. So Taylor does kind of give Drake an out.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: Drake would not share the secret with Grayson if he's not
0: supposed to tell anyone. They do a very good job of keeping it to the point where it makes sense that these characters are staying suspicious. Like, they're not suspicious without reason, and they're not jumping to wild conclusions. Exactly. Even At this point, even if Grayson jumped to the conclusion, I'd be like... You know what? You probably yeah. are make like, y- your leap in logic is not an insane leap in logic.
1: But if Grayson was also like, oh, okay, you'd also be like, "Ooh, hmm. Yeah. But, but it's too early in the episode for that. Yeah,
0: so he needs her help for a few hours. I think because she has a car...
1: I'm not, I thought he had a car too, but I'm, he definitely has a car because she, I'm he just saying picked that, Eric up. I'm just saying that she... There's no reason she needs to be there.
0: She needs to be there because they didn't want to do scenes with him alone. They needed they need to give him someone to talk to to give his thoughts off.
1: And it needed to be Taylor because Taylor knows things about Drake.
0: Yeah, exactly. They couldn't give him thought bubbles.
1: <laughs> well, he could have been mumbling to himself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just standing on a ferry, just being like... Yes.
1: I remember this. This
0: this is the only place from my house to the mainland. They would have had to cross this ferry. There's the guy on the other (laughs) side of the ferry, just like, okay.
1: I guess you could give him like a diary he was writing in. (laughs) Dear.
0: (laughs) dear Dearest (laughs) Annabelle, these cold nights have only grown colder as I search for the whereabouts of Miss Zoe.
1: Or, you know, he has that tablet with that poster-making pro- program. Maybe he just keeps, like, a blog. Uh, he... A blog of his search for Zoe. I thought you got a to and
0: he's just making his uh his conspiracy wall off of the post. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all clip art. All the conspiracy <laughs> things are clip art.
1: <laughs> but he does a real good job of drawing arrows between them.
0: <laughs> Weirdly enough, this is actually creepier. This is all clip art.
1: Hmm. Hmm. So now we get the scene with Vega being super slimy. She's yeah. like, Soroya, I asked you to become a Treg, and you said no, and Soroya's like, yeah, duh, no one wants to be a trag, dumbum. <laughs> no one wants to be a terrorist. <laughs> you used to be my friend, but then you became a terrorist, so the, I said no. Yeah,
0: the Tregs really grew up fast. I have to think there was a faction of them that weren't, obviously this was not their goal. Yeah, but, but we like, were just
1: like against government.
0: Yeah, there was some faction of them, and now... That existed in and that we didn't have much behind them. Um, So this kind of explains why Vaga was so interested in getting Drake on board. Soroya was, like, her best friend. Yeah. Yeah. So So, she... I thought she was going to use Drake a lot more maliciously.
1: No, but she's just like, he's a Treg. Yeah. And Soroya's like, okay. (laughs) That kind of
0: also, like, proves how... uh, Like... I thought she was going to be a lot more heavy-handed about this stuff. So many things she just lucks into. Yeah. Like, she doesn't ha- None of her plans feel like they're her plans. They feel like she has an idea, it doesn't work, and then she stands around until something comes to her.
1: I think she's good at taking advantage of situations. Yeah. But that's not the same as being conniving.
0: But what I will give is that, like, at least it very much is setting up that the Trags are a certain kind of villain in the series... So I don't really need the te- the trags to be super competent, no, because they're not that villain. We have other villains who are the danger- dangerously competent.
1: And we'll talk about who yeah. that is. But first, um, Vago wants Soroya, who I guess, in addition to being the co pilot of the ship, is the greatest engineer. I mean, that makes that's the, that does make sense in
0: sci fi. Is always how they do it. The pi- usually, if you have like two people running the ship, you have a pilot, and you have the one who's really good at understanding everything about the ship.
1: Either that, or she just wants to use Soroya, and other engineers also could have done this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, or she's just, you know, blowing smoke up her butt.
1: But she wants her to build the SEVIC. SUVIC. SUVIC. I did write SUVIC, which she should do in exchange for Trag protection, because all those assassins are out there. Yeah,
0: she claims it's to correct the imbalance.
1: And Soroya's like, I'm definitely not building a weapon. I
0: would love to see if, like, there were no assassins from Castor, because he doesn't believe that she has any evidence. Um, but uh, but there were assassins coming from the trags to make it seem like they're assassins from Castor. Boy, that would make Vega, Vega. good. Yeah. Oh, Vega also does claiming here that she's the one who got her out, which is true-ish.
1: Yeah, But there's no way Vega <laughs> could have believed that Roman was gonna pull that off. Well,
0: and also the reason that she got out was because the integration was going well and not because the 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 terrorism was going well. Yeah. The terrorism didn't get her out. The integration got her out.
1: And Vega's very lucky that Roman wanted Drake not to be sent away, because there's no way when Draga, when Vega was making Drake <laughs> her new operative, she yeah. knew that Roman was going to be like, I will do anything for you.
0: Because he might not have done that at, at an What if Drake
1: didn't tell him? Because Drake was actually a loyal Treg. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So Soria's not up interest in the Trags It's kind of the accumulation of this scene. She Does not want to be a trag. She doesn't care about Vega. She just wants to protect my boy.
1: So there's, like, a really brief kind of boring scene where Sophia's like, Roman, are you coming to the party? And Roman's like, yeah, but I do some stuff first. And some man is an assassin. It's
0: it's just the setup that Roman is is going to go see the elders. But that same dirty man... Sees it. (laughs) Yeah, was watching. So it's just
1: like reinforcing stuff we saw earlier. Yeah. Meanwhile, Drake and Soroya are having a confrontation. He's like, no one raised me. I was alone for eight years. What am I supposed to do but but become a terrorist, mom?
0: And I really like their characterization of Soroya because she is, like, eight years in the crate have, like, turned her paranoid and angry and it makes a lot of sense. And even though we didn't know her beforehand the The fact that, in having that flashback, having her smile at the pilot and be very worried about their mm-hmm. safety after they were they shot. were shot demonstrates an idea of who she was before, and this Soroya is angry,
1: but she does kind of understand how yeah. this happened to Drake. She yeah. doesn't like it,
0: yeah. And Drake, they do have this whole change where Drake is like, you know, I joined because she used to be your best friend. And she says, and Roman used to be yours. I'm like, is Roman not his best friend anymore?
1: <laughs> Drake shuts that down. He's like, no, no, no. He is my friend. He raised me, not you. Yeah.
0: And that's shows something about Soroya. She thought that one fight she saw them in was the encapsulation of their relationship. Mm-hmm. Yes, even she has layers. She
1: doesn't know that these boys have emotional intelligence. So
0: Roman uh, continues on his plan going to the House of Cards to see the elders.
1: But the elders aren't there. No.
0: Castor is there, and the Dirty Man is there.
1: The Dirty Man locks the door, so now Roman's stuck in the House of Cards with Castor.
0: Before we go any further, I'm calling him the Dirty Man because he has a lot of dirt on his face, which yeah. is weird because the other Atrians aren't as dirty as he is.
1: Yeah, it really makes him stand out as a potential assassin. <laughs> it really
0: makes, <laughs> it looks like he, he dipped down... Picked some dirt off the ground and just rubbed it on his face,
1: and was like, "Ha ha, disguise!" And they're like,
0: "Ah, see, look at me." <laughs> I mean, <laughs> don't look at me, damn it!
1: <laughs> it's camouflage. No, I'm the same color as the wall.
0: Well, Cassar's there because he knows they have the mirrors at, and he wants it.
1: Yeah, he wants to straighten some things out. Yeah. So he explains that no, he did a shoot. Yeah. Because what Roman doesn't understand and what Knox couldn't comprehend—no
0: one here understands—is
1: we had been flying for weeks, months, and we passed planets, and this was an inhabitable one. And <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. After I after I reiterated months, I just wanted to keep scaling up things. The only thing I can think of bigger than a planet is solar system. Is well, what I think it's true.
1: <laughs> I mean, they. Went by, and I think it is implied they went by other planets that were inhabitable. And Knox was like, "No, no, not where people are." Yeah. And castor was like, "This well, is our last hope. There's no guarantee we actually, ever would have found another planet." I don't think
0: they did go by other inhabitable. Planets. I, I, I get the. Feeling, I mean, they could have. He does not clarify, and in the end, it doesn't really matter. Um, I don't know. I, I figured figure just they didn't find any planet, like any inhabitable planet at all.
1: I thought Castro just got tired of Knox saying no. <laughs> That was the sense I got. The Nox was just like, this is a nice planet. Or sorry, Caster was like, this is a nice planet. Because
0: yeah, Well, because Caster's specific fear is that if they left Earth, they would never find an inhabitable planet. Not another one that he could, he could like, force them to colonize. Yeah, just never. They would never find an inhabitable planet.
1: So Caster, in his great wisdom, thought he would be able to shoot the pilot in front of Soroya, and then she'd just be like, oh, okay. <laughs>
0: I imagine he was also going to shoot Soroya. But like, he's going to shoot the pod, and shoot Soroya and fly the ship down.
1: I mean, he definitely had time to shoot her. I don't know why he didn't.
0: <laughs> Aaron, maybe that gun takes forever to recharge. Who knows?
1: <laughs> anyway, she fought back, and that's why it crashed.
0: Yeah, that's, that's why they And Roman's like,
1: you let everyone think that Soroya crashed the plane, the ship? And that's not the point. And he's like, and thousands of our people died in that crash, Caster.
0: He's like, I had to save thousands more. Well, I mean, <sighs> hey, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I I get where he does not. He's not wildly evil for evil's sake. I get where he's coming yeah, from. He thought
1: he was doing good, mm-hmm. which also explains why he hooked up with the Tregs afterwards for a time.
0: Yeah, until he realizes, like, no, no, nope, no, no, not for me. So, out. So, <laughs> I do need to bring this up because Roman's like, well, then I'm leaving, and the guy grabs him and he throws him in with what I think is a futuristic box cutter.
1: Yeah, it's definitely some sort (laughs) of space knife.
0: It's definitely a box cutter that they painted black and put, like, silvery accents on and made it with the sound effects to make the sound of shing. But it's definitely a box cutter.
1: (laughs) Well, so Emery runs into Sophia, who's just, you know, wandering around outside the sector. And she's like, hey, Roman, party time?
0: (laughs) I think, I guess Sophia's wild around the time before the party.
1: Yeah, but it is... Roman is not there for party time yet. No, no.
0: He should have been there, though. Mysterious.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the bus doesn't want to go back and forth all the time. So he should have been on the bus with Sophia.
0: And, and every thought process here goes so fast. So fast for her to be like, hey, Sophia, I'm going to tell you about me and your brother. <laughs>
1: me and your brother never get to be alone. So wouldn't it be nice if I could... uh
0: <laughs> I couldn't figure out... Why she's telling Sophia this now, it's because she needs her to help in a plan that Emery just came up with because she's worried about Roman.
1: Yeah. Emery was like, there's no way a conversation with the elders should have taken this long. Yeah. This well, is bad. I need to get to the sector. Well,
0: I mean, t- technically that was Sophia who said that. She's like, oh, he said he was going to go talk with the, um, the, the,
1: but he said he was going to talk. He told Emery he was going to talk to the elders, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, he told both of them. Yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah, it, it's taken too long. and Emery
0: everything. You can
1: see Emery in her head being like, oh, this has been way too long. I need to get to the sector. I don't want to tell Sophia that there's a grand plot afoot. <laughs> I need some sexy time.
0: <laughs> I guess that could be what she's implying.
1: She totally. She said, we have a lot of trouble finding time alone. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. she's definitely saying, like, sneak me into the sector so he and I can find some time alone. Like, oh, did
0: you not hear about the bleach room? <laughs> You just go in the bleach room and no one go. You, you, you put your name on the schedule. And you're safe. And you go into the bleach room.
1: So now we will have a, one of numerous scenes where Grayson and Taylor are just kind of wandering around the route yeah, we'll, that he took in his car.
0: Yeah, we'll be constantly just checking in with Grayson and Taylor on different parts of this route. Which I'm going to say, when you look into it too deeply, I don't get it. So there's a... So he lives on an island. He lives on his family lives on an island. Um, The ferry, though, he's taking the ferry away from his home right now. um, And I'm I'm just thinking of how Roman and Drake got him back.
1: I'm sure the ferry also takes passengers.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And they're just like, no, he's very drunk. Yeah. And he lives on the island. Yeah. There you go. Aaron, you know how to transport (laughs) an unconscious person.
1: I know how ferries work.
0: Also that, yes.
1: So here's a scene where Sophia has been wearing a weird jacket for the past couple scenes. <laughs> it's been a weird coat. No, I
0: I agree. I'm, thinking back, I need to write down my notes, but I do remember in the scene with her and Roman, Roman. when they were splitting up, she, I'm like, what is she wearing? It's so, it, it looks like. Like sci fi action star coats.
1: Yeah, it has like really big shoulder, like heavily constructed shoulder pads or something. So her shoulders are just like way out there. <laughs> yeah. We find out now it has a hood.
0: Well, I think what it is it when the hood goes down, it just flares out really wide. Yeah. Yeah. She's either in a cult or a sci-fi action movie.
1: So Sophia goes, she gets scanned into the sector, and then she goes, oh, I forgot my bag on the bus. I need to go get it. Yeah. And then she goes behind the bus where Emery is, and Emery puts on the weird coat and puts the hood up and takes the bag. Which
0: is a great plan. I do not know Sophia's out.
1: Yeah, how's she going to get back? (laughs) I,
0: I, I don't know where this goes from here. I mean, Sophia it will reappear again at the party but she's standing at the back of a bus.
1: <laughs> so um I guess you could like Emory's car is probably there.
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it feels like this the, this this place they keep on saying up is as like, oh man, the checkpoint to get in is so difficult. But this feels like could be folded with just a camera that faces the checkpoint.
1: I also have a question. Yeah? And my question is, um how do the A trains know how to drive?
0: <laughs> Aaron, they go to high school. There's always a driving class in high school. Have you not watched Clueless?
1: That's a good point. There is driver's ed. But
0: not in Clueless. Does Clueless not have driver's ed? No, that's why she's such a bad driver. What is... There's a movie where there definitely is... A, I mean,
1: she takes her driving test and she fails it because she's a bad driver, but she yeah. does not have driver's ed.
0: Um, I thought I thought that was the one where... The, I, I have a distinct idea, uh, memory of a scene in a... High school film that involves the driver's ed course at the school, essentially, with a car.
1: There's an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer where Cordelia just went and drive because she feels weird and then her eyes disappear because she's been cursed by a witch.
0: Aaron, I don't think that's true at all. (laughs) I think you just told me a lie. (laughs) None of that could possibly be in a, a TV show. Uh
1: (laughs) So Emery gets into the sector, and she sees a man with a gun, and Caster talking to him, and she's like, oh no.
0: Oh, 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 jeez, things are going real bad. Now, we get a little bit more of Caster just doing a monologue, and I love his characterization. He is so wildly arrogant, because he's like, this, my path, is the only path that makes sense, and I have forced everyone to walk it.
1: So he shows Roman the gun, he's like... See this gun? And Roman's like, you can't kill me. And Castor's like, no, I won't kill you. Here's my plan. I'm going to make my own sovereign nation yes. in the sector.
0: So Roman and Nox and, you know. The Tregs. Yeah, well, I'm doing the one by one. Okay. Roman and Nox, they want to integrate. Right. The Tregs want to dominate. He just wants to go off on his own.
1: Which Castor... <laughs> Oh, I guess they do grow food. I don't know. Yeah, well, it doesn't.
0: It's the his, his his his. I plan will require them to somehow be able to defend the sector from all attackers, which I th- I think is about as difficult as Trag's plan to kill all humans. I mean, but he. But hey, the thing he's arrogant.
1: Yep, he this, thinks it's gonna work.
0: Yeah, he says this is the only plan that's gonna work. He originally thought the Atrians should have just straight up colonized this planet with their superior technology.
1: Hmm. So they're just gonna make life better within the borders of the sector. Yeah. But Roman, he's gonna plant this gun on Roman, and then he's gonna go take Roman to the guards and be like, "Look, Roman has this weird, crazy gun," and then Roman's gonna go to the crate forever. And then
0: because he can't, he can't kill them. That would make him a martyr.
1: But, so the Atrians just have to follow Castor. There's no one left. Which is kind of what happened
0: with Knox, yeah. if Because when Knox was killed, he became a martyr, which actually kind of pushed the integration forward. Mm-hmm. They, they thought it would do the, the, um, the terrorism, opposite, but, but, it, but, yeah. Well, especially if he, if he died by an Atrian killing him.
1: <laughs> so, meanwhile, Terry is busy chat-sizing Drake for not taking the protection from her mom. And they definitely need protection because Emery just busts into Drake's I just, house. I just, I just
0: wrote this down as, Terry is in this scene because she has to be.
1: So that she'll be in the rest of the scenes.
0: Yeah. So Emery arrives to warn Drake that, hey, yo, Castor and Roman and are in gun, the house of
1: cards and there's a gun. A
0: thing. Help and-
1: him. Help <laughs> him. Saroya's like, angry
0: she's there. Saroya's angry like, she's a there. A
1: human, a human is here. You can't trust her. You can't trust Roman. And Drake's like, "Oh my god, this is the only person I can trust."
0: Mom, you you don't get it. <laughs> I trust her and because Roman trusts her. Roman said she's chill, okay? She's cool.
1: Roman's my on. dad, mom. <laughs> It's the only dad I've got. I don't think Roman is his dad. No, he's not. But Roman like is the only dad.
0: Roman is either his brother or a real cool uncle.
1: But he's going to go save Roman. Yep. And so Roy is like, well, I guess I have to go with you because. Because, <laughs> you know, you're a, just, you're a I child. Can't, I can't let my son go and punch people. <laughs> and Emery watches them go and is like, Terry, that boy's dumb. <laughs>
0: I, got a, I got another plan. Well, no, they don't come up with a plan right now. I think...
1: They're just going to go creep they're behind. Gonna,
0: we should go watch and maybe I'll come up with a plan. Uh, we check with Taylor and Grayson and they're just kind of like driving up and down the road. And
1: Grayson's like, I remember this.
0: We get hints that Grayson is getting some of his memory back from that weird drug mm-hmm. that Zoe gave him. And boy, will he get very specific memories back.
1: And not the ones he should have. No.
0: <laughs> he will have still big holes in it, but just, just enough to push him in one direction.
1: So Drake busts his way into the House of Cards. Yep. He beats up all of the guards. Oh. He just knocks them out. I
0: mean, Soraya's there, too. She stabs a guy in the back. That's true. <laughs> yeah, Drake comes up with his fist. Soroya has a knife <laughs> and just stabs a guy.
1: But Castor interrupts all of this by picking up the weird gun.
0: I'm actually surprised the gun works.
1: Yeah. I do. thought it was
0: a I thought it was just going to be a, a prop. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was like it doesn't matter if it works, it looks like a gun.
1: Yeah. And, and humans won't be able to figure it out, so and won't yeah. try to.
0: But no, it's a real gun.
1: So he marches everyone on out of there cuz <laughs>
0: okay, okay, fine. You're all going to the crate.
1: <laughs> Damn it. Turn you all in.
0: I just walking down the street sees a random person. You, you're going to the crate. <laughs> Everybody who sees me now has <laughs> to go to the crate.
1: So Emery watches this and is like Mm, it's a good thing we followed. Terry, you know what you need to do.
0: Yeah, time for them to have their own plan. Uh, which involves Emery and she hanging the mirrors in over Caster's head.
1: Yeah, she basically pops up right in front of them and is like, hello, human in the sector. Yeah, and so she brings him to... Drake's I- house? It didn't look like Drake's house. I thought maybe was Romans, Roman's house? Roman's house? It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't,
0: it doesn't actually matter. She takes them was,
1: to a house.
0: Yeah, either Drake's or Roman's, or just a random person's house. Terry's no, house, who knows? <laughs> Terry's house. Uh, and their plan involved giving the Mirzen to Vega.
1: Because basically they need a grown-up to threaten a grown-up.
0: I don't think this plan is stellar. It essentially does imply... Here's what here's what I believe. I believe the plan was like we're gonna give this to Vega to get the Tregs to essentially help us. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Emery and Terry knew exactly what Vega would do. Because Terry seems to think that Vega would just kill Castor yeah. and his people. But Vega, because she thinks she's mastermind, instead is just like, nah, you let them go and I'll give you this. I'm like, well, it seems like anybody could have done that. Yeah. Terry could have done that. <laughs> I think we just has more people there, so Caster's like, "Oh, we're."
1: I think it's sort of the witnesses thing where he's like, "Hmm, I've been outmaneuvered for now." Yeah,
0: he's like, "Okay, one—that's too many people to send to the crate."
1: Can't send all those people to the crate.
0: Essentially, Caster was trying to commit a crime, and witnesses kept walking in. He's like, "Oh, okay, fine. Now you're <laughs> now you're a hostage."
1: There's just too many hostages. People gotta now. stop
0: walking into this room. <laughs> I
1: got too Should've many... You the door better.
0: I'm out of zip ties. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you take off your shirt and tie yourself... <laughs> you just put your shirt over your head. That's essentially like being zip tied. I don't know.
1: So they make the trade. Caster clutches the mirzan and is like, this is only the beginning. <laughs> I have plans on plans.
0: was like, yeah, I know. Like, it's also... I'm not. We're just going to stop this, Caster. I hate you again.
1: I'm aware this is not done, Uncle Caster.
0: <laughs> anyway, I'll see you at Christmas.
1: And then Vega's like, so Soroya, you want my protection now? Look, assassins.
0: <laughs> yeah, and essentially what happened is that Soroya makes eye contact with a dirty man. <laughs> <laughs> but once again, it it uh, we don't know if there's assassins or not.
1: But um, we don't have time for that. Yeah. What we need now is the hot tub pool party.
0: Yes. Taylor will dance in a hot tub while people sit around and stare at her.
1: And then Sophia will come over, and then Taylor will kick all the boys out. Because <laughs> she wants girl time.
0: And in in Sophia's defense defense, it goes <laughs> of offense. The Sophia offense. In uh, Sophia's defense, Taylor the wording Taylor uses in the <laughs> in this in this conversation is tailor-made
1: mm. to, to, to seem like it's opening a door. To seem
0: like it's opening a door for Sophia. Because she spends a lot of time just being like, the problem is boys. Which That's is the problem.
1: Also a totally normal thing for a slightly intoxicated teenage girl to do. Yeah. Where she's like, Blah, forget men, party time.
0: <laughs> and invited Sophia to sit in the hot tub with her alone. And Sophia's just staring at her. She's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. It's like, this is my moment. She takes it. A- <laughs>
1: Seriously. Yeah.
0: So so she does kiss Taylor.
1: And Taylor very kindly is like, "Oh, buddy. Yeah. I've done the girl on girl thing before. I'm not into it and I really really like someone else. I am so sorry, my friend." Well, you know,
0: it's 20 tw- 2024.
1: 2024.
0: It been 20 years? No, it can't have been 20 years.
1: 20 It's 10 years. 10 years, yeah. The show's from 2014. 14, that's
0: what it was. I thought it was I thought it was 2004. Um yes, 2024, you know.
1: And like this is the kindest way to let someone down. It's almost yeah. the same as the way that um, Sophia let Lucas down.
0: Yeah, it was very nice there. They because they said Taylor up to be like the mean girl, mm-hmm. like Cheryl, but instead she's consistently like, no, I
1: no. care a lot about other people. Well, but also, I care most about my parties. Well, and also
0: she says, you know, she says, you know, I'm not, I'm, you know <laughs> I'm not gay. Sorry, uh, and also. There actually is someone else who I and there is and there is yeah yeah she was t- she was talking a big game but when it came <laughs> down to it she was like no, no
1: no I like him so much no
0: I think about that shaved head boy a lot speaking of I that- think about that big Caillou
1: oh <laughs> speaking of the boy she loves he and Roman have a little bit of a heart to heart where they're like hmm big stuff happened today huh
0: it's a very funny parallel scene between Drake and Roman being like thank you. Thank you as well. And then over to Emery and Terry. And Emery's like, thank you. And Terry's like, you go to hell.
1: Like, I love Roman, not you.
0: <laughs> like, it feels like the dynamic should have been the same. <laughs> but instead, Terry's like, no, I'll cut you.
1: And Emery's like, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> and then she's like, hey, Roman, let's go to the party. And Roman's like... I want to show you some place in the sector, and how many more places can there be in the sector for him to show her? Let me
0: show. Let me show you a new makeout point. <laughs> Wait, let me show you a new place in the sector. They all look the same. It's but,
1: true. Yeah. uh
0: But we do need to take a moment here before we head back to the party to, to check in with CSI Grayson.
1: CSI Grayson is just standing in a burn, staring. He. He
0: does a thing that you, Aaron, wa- unfortunately won't get. You know who the Witcher is, though. Yeah. Um,. <laughs> But I think maybe some of our listeners will get. He does the thing from the Witcher uh, series where he like leans down and touches some tire treads. it's horse breads in the yeah. Witcher. Now he finds a car. I don't care. <laughs>
1: it's fine. <laughs> he's,
0: whatever. He's, he, you know, he's going through the uh, the the Middle Ages, and all of a sudden, a Subaru comes <laughs> tearing through.
1: I mean, they do play with time a lot in The Witcher.
0: Yeah, you actually do. Uh, but you know, leans down, touches a t- touches a tread, and then like visualizes what happens.
1: Unfortunately, he only visualizes half of it. Yeah,
0: he only gets the part where he remembers Drake choking Zoe. And I kind of really wish they did a shot earlier on that was like from the point of view of Grayson on the ground looking over and seeing Drake over. Because they just Mm. do, they use the shots from.
1: Well, I thought they did show, because Drake was like briefly half conscious after the car crashed and he was laying on the ground and i thought they showed a shot of drake laying on the ground and i was like well mm-hmm. yeah anyway. no,
0: no they use they use the shots from the show it's like when that uh uh what do you call it? the 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 i was going to call him a smut peddler that's not what it is <laughs> I the- don't-
1: what reference you're making. I'll try to do,
0: I'll try to make a good reference for the reporter who's skeezy. Oh yeah, yeah. Whatever his whatever a good slang for that guy is. Um, when he was when he showed uh, Emery the and shot of a, her
1: was, a still from the episode. Yeah, it
0: was literally yeah. the shot from the episode. Uh, but now Grayson remembers.
1: Sort of. Sort of. Uh, so um, at the party, Taylor is moping because she's sad that Drake didn't show up and she's sad that she had to tell her friend that she wasn't gay. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. She stares into the middle distance then, just like, I kiss someone, but I won't kiss someone else. And then
1: Drake's like, oh, the party's kind of winding down, huh? <laughs> and Taylor's like, screw you. i waited for you all night and you didn't come. Yeah. And also, I want to know your heart and you only show me your penis. <laughs>
0: That is an excellent summary. Uh, So Drake will now show her his heart. It's true. (laughs) Uh, He opens up with her by like, well, my mom was in prison.
1: And And, now she's back. Yep.
0: And so he talks about her and himself and being like, I have a hard time trusting people. And it's great. (laughs)
1: it's very good
0: very good and
1: then Taylor explains that she had to weirdly drive around with Grayson all day and Uh, he said a lot of weird things yeah (laughs) and she just needs Drake to reassure her that he's a good guy
0: and the thing that I I think is most strong about this is that she's are you a guy good guy and he goes no but you make me want to be and that feels very much like I can change him stuff but we know Drake
1: and he is a good guy he's a
0: decent guy um but and I think it's more strongly that Drake doesn't think he's a good guy. Yeah. But he consistently eventually does the right thing. Yeah, it just
1: takes some time.
0: So, like, I'm not he gonna say trying. I'm not gonna say he's not a no, he's not a good guy. Let's be clear, he's not. He's a decent guy.
1: He's very damaged, and he's trying to fight against his damage.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, even Roman, I wouldn't say is a good guy. He's. If we're going to do a very, like, a scale that only goes from one side to the other side, I probably would have been closer to good than, yeah. than Drake.
1: But, I mean, the only real good guy on this show is Lucas.
0: Yeah. Because he's not on it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the meteors come.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, then, when we fade <laughs> to the other side of the pool. Where, where Drake, Drake is, is also? also there.
1: I think and, he's getting drinks for himself and Taylor.
0: Yeah. But Grace comes like, yo, big Caillou. <laughs> Get over here!
1: I know some secrets. My memories came back. I remember you doing a choke <laughs> and saying that you should kill Terry. I mean Zoe. So- <laughs> I I actually like.
0: I like that Grayson just walks up to Drake and goes, "I know you killed Zoe." Like, which is true. Everyone in everyone is very just goes for it. I so like direct it. on this show. Um, and I really like that. Also, they're tying Grace. They're tying Grayson to Drake not Roman, because mm-hmm. that would have been so much like, oh, my girlfriend broke up with me, and now I'm a terrorist.
1: I hate her new boyfriend, who's the leader of the group I'm a terrorist against. Yeah,
0: but instead he's like, no, there's something else going on here, and Drake is the one I'm getting. He does mention Roman, yeah. also was there, but Drake but is the one he's really.
1: He's going to investigate through yeah. Drake. It's so
0: unfortunate he does not remember Zoe holding a gun. Yeah. <laughs> He only rem- Now you might say that is a plot convenience, but I'll say that's sometimes how you have to move plot forward.
1: And you know what? Eventually he'll either remember something else. I'm sure I'm sure this season will end with Jace Jason- Grayson coming to the side of right.
0: I think it's going to end one of two ways. Either great to come to the the side of right, or when he's on the bad side, something else will happen to him. They'll sort of keep him on the – so it's like, like, oh, yeah, that thing has been, you know, done and dealt dealt with. with, But something else has happened that now that is the thing I have to deal with. Yeah. Uh, Because that's kind of what happened with – you saw a mini version of that with Soroya and Roman. Like, Soroya attacked Roman when he entered the building, Mm -hmm. and he held it against her for a little bit.
1: So, Roman and Emery do not go to the party. They sit on a random rooftop yep. that looks the same as everything else. Yep, yep. And they look at the sky.
0: And and Roman talks about how he's going to have to, uh, you know, he's going to have to talk, talk to the elders about Castor. And he
1: gets a little bit teenage, like, um, idealistic here, because he's like, well, they've believed me about other things, so I can probably <laughs> just tell them what happened. Yeah, you know, it'll, pro- it'll hopefully be,
0: uh, be fine. And also with the going on the theme of trust, he now has accepted that Emery is part of his world.
1: Well, unfortunately... (laughs) She'll be
0: very part of his world.
1: Because Caster, I guess... I don't even know how Caster does this.
0: His bit... Caster, now that... Now that he knows, like, okay, well, now he knows that that now I kn- knows Roman knows thing. I'm a bad guy. I I he I gotta get out of the head. Got gotta get out ahead of this. This is what I mean. Like, Caster is a lot more nefarious and clever. Yeah, Ca-
1: now- Caster is the villain we were referring to earlier.
0: Exactly, because he's like, I'm not gonna wait until tomorrow <laughs> to do this. No, I'm gonna this. stop this.
1: So he, I guess, hacks into a bunch of projectors yep. or has a bunch of projectors. I think
0: he hacks into the projectors
1: and he shows a video. Of Roman and Emery doing some kissing. It's but it's very much a propaganda video.
0: Yes, I was trying to figure out when it's f- when it was from, but I don't think it's from a moment in the show. It might be one of the many times in the sector they've sort yeah. of snuck. I- Maybe
1: these Dumbo's should have been better at having a <laughs> secret relationship.
0: Anyway, so Gasser comes and shows that it goes. Well, now if Roman was keeping this from you, what? Else has he kept from you? Seems
1: that he's on the side of the humans after all. Oh. Now, we don't get to see anyone's reaction to this other than Roman and um, Emery, which I think is very smart. And
0: Terry. And Terry. (laughs) She just stares out through the greenhouse window. Greenhouse. They're in a basement. Just staring up at Roman and Emery, kissing. Just like, damn it.
1: I already knew about this in my heart, but now I know with my eyes.
0: Need to cut her. Uh, but then Vega comes in to just pontificate about nonsense. Why didn't Why didn't you kill her? Because I need him alive in case I stumble into something else. I've eventually. got plans
1: on plans, Terry. And by plans on plans, I mean I pivot really fast. <laughs> so I need to keep all the players in the game. I'm
0: re- I'm real good at pivoting. I tell you, it's like I'm sitting sitting on an office chair. I just pivot wherever I need to go.
1: Speaking of pivoting, conveniently Soroya comes in and is like, okay, (laughs) I don't want to be assassinated. I will build this super weapon. Once again, Vega really didn't
0: actually do this. Like, she kept saying to Soroya, hey, assassins are after you. And then she would see him again go, hey, assassins are after you. What convinced her is that because Castor did his thing and... Now he has the mirrors, and she's essentially like, well, I gotta keep my family safe, because Kassar's kind of consolidated his power.
1: And then Terry asks what this weapon is, and Vega responds with, ahem, it's the last weapon we'll ever need against the humans.
0: Oh, great, another doomsday weapon.
1: So it's another Black Cipher, because you saw how well that weapon went. Yeah, the... (laughs) Her weapons suck. Her
0: weapons suck. The thing about the Trags is that they're a great secondary antagonist. Because they are just... So out. incompetent. <laughs> well, they're, but they're just dangerous, though. Yes. Like, they might be incompetent, but if their plan succeed, which the Black Cipher almost did.
1: If it, only Terry hadn't moved it to that shack.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's unclear if it still would have worked there. I don't know. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> Terry definitely did want to kill humans. Uh... But because their stuff is very outright and easy to see dangerous, they're a lot easier for you to perceive how characters deal with it. Mm-hmm. Versus Castor, who's very cerebral.
1: He's exactly what um, Vir- Hiram Lodge thinks he is. <laughs>
0: yeah, except for Caster actually is that. Yeah. I'm still conf- – and I think they've actually decided to drop it, Castor's whole, like – Oh, we can't, we you know, we can't have Roman and uh, uh, Emery getting together. They must stay apart. What
1: I'm thinking is at that point, Caster thought that he would still be able to turn, turn Roman, Roman. And
0: yeah. now he's like, well. That makes sense. I mean, what he did at the end of this episode was a play he made because of what happened beforehand. Oh, yeah. He's also good at pivoting.
1: Yes. But he'll- he pivots. <laughs> he also did the
0: thing that nobody once again does in these shows and it annoys the hell out of me. They always like, Well I
1: well, guess I'll wait until I see. guess I'll wait
0: no I guess I'll wait until tomorrow to do my action. Like that's what Roman did. Instead of going yeah. to the elders immediately, he was like, Well, I guess I'll just go talk to them tomorrow because when night hits, planned stop. And guys mm-hmm. like, No no no. I work nights. <laughs> So Aaron, yes Kevin go this episode did you find yourself a CW moment? Did
1: I find a CW moment? did I find a moment when logic decided to work nights? <laughs> I did. The moment I pick is something we talked about, but it was that um Emery and Sophia costume swapping up swap them up because we know for a fact that Emery has snuck into the sector before she and Julia snuck in.
0: Yeah um I actually thought of that as well. I don't want to take it away from your CW. Is it because the
1: guard stuck her in?
0: No, because she had her dad's clearance. They remember they stole it. They stole her dad's.
1: I bet her dad. Like I know her dad's on leave.
0: I I have to. I don't imagine think he was they're... fired.
1: I think he was just put on leave. But I have a
0: imagine They're they're enough to take away his.
1: I don't know. I,
0: don't know. I, I I.
1: We've just we've seen so many characters sneak in and out. But, like, the convenience of Sophia wearing a fashion style that is not, like, something she has ever worn, like, that was, like, a Vega costume.
0: Well, no, I, I'll give you, it's hilarious because how clearly her costume needed to be exactly that. So, they, like, so they're like we, we gave her the sneaking costume.
1: And they've just, they've come up with better, more logical ways to get characters onto... Yeah, and
0: like the and, sector before, and as I said, like it's 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 kind of foiled just by having a camera where a camera should be. Well, and
1: this was clearly just for fun. Like, it, <laughs> they could have come up with something more logical. They clearly just wanted some fun.
0: Yeah, well, they, which they- is
1: exactly what a cw moment is oh no
0: exactly i agree this is this is a perfect cw moment
1: <laughs> kevin did you find a cw moment
0: yeah and it's right after your moment actually Emory um, sees man with gun yeah be- especially because the sequence of events allows you to see the man with gun is emery walks in looks over and caster like peeks out of a doorway and i don't know what he whispers to man i guess he whispers to him yo you got the gun and, and, and the man of saying yes the man pulls out his coat Shows him what just a big metal thing at the at that view you can't really tell what I'm like I guess it's probably a gun because that's where you'd hold a gun yeah almost like is that the Mirzan
1: now what I'm (laughs)
0: wait yeah because he does that and then we do hear Cass's voice go looks good and then goes back into the room (laughs) and the guy just puts the gun back the back over the gun and I don't know the sequence of events that makes that happen. Hey, let me see the gun. Yeah, that looks that looks like a gun. All right. right, Cool. Cool.
1: No, he must have not whispered. Do you have it? He must have been like, "Let me see the gun." Yeah. Yeah. Tim said, "Let me see the gun," and then he said, "Yeah, that's a gun. Looks good." I mean, to be fair, Caster knows you can't trust anyone. (laughs) You need to see it with your own two eyes. Well, well, and like
0: they could have just had the guy hand him the gun in that scene because the next scene he has the gun. Yeah. But instead, he doesn't. He shows him the gun and closes it up again and then continues to stand outside. It was just so every could see that. And they could have fixed it by having him hand him the gun. <laughs> I, <don't sighs> I thought it was hilarious. I specifically love the 80-yard line of looks good. <laughs> <laughs> they had to go back in to give Castor.
1: <laughs> Maybe someone watched it and was like, it's not clear. It doesn't
0: make sense. Why did Caster go outside, whisper in this guy's ear? He shows him something metal. <laughs> He's like, that's a weird penis. <laughs> I don't oh, want to
1: see- <laughs> give him a line.
0: <laughs> I don't want to see your penis. I want to see your heart. <laughs> <laughs> like what?
1: So, so if you want to see our hearts, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Aaron, only you can say that.
1: I know. That's I would why be, I said it. I would be
0: cancelled off the internet.
1: <laughs> I'm uncancelable. <laughs> Um, so first of all, thank you for listening to this late episode of Mystery at Nabs. Nabs. <laughs> yeah. I did tweet about it. Yeah. I accidentally tweeted on my private Instagram or on my blog Insta- uh, Twitter first and yeah. then realized and then retweeted with MOA, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Just means there's a weird tweet from my I think if anybody,
0: I think if anybody who follows the MOA account probably also follows our personal accounts.
1: But uh, I had to get my mouth fixed. It's yeah. fixed. Don't have a wire in it anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I figured it would probably make sense to just put it up late rather than have you lisping and stabbing yourself <laughs> as you tried to talk.
1: <laughs> Even when I was trying to tell you about how we couldn't do it, I would be like, ow.
0: Yeah. So, you know, you listen to the to this episode now, a little bit late. Next episode should be on time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, tell us, how do you feel? This show is really good. It's hard to. Yeah, it's real good. It builds so well. So, um, if you think it builds so well, please tell us. Hit us up on those social medias. It's Podcast Moa, Podcastmoa, on Instagram, on Twitter, and at gmail.com. Or you can give us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions on Apple Podcasts or your podcaster of choice.
0: Or right, you can check out my books, uh Cyber Cyberpunk Fantasy, Endless Hunger, or a Fantasy Adventure, All Gods Fall, uh, are both available on my website, KevinWeirbooks.com. Uh, and I should be putting more stuff out real soon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Books <laughs> the, are hard;
0: they are hard. It's the best thing I could say right now. The print book, though, for uh, All God's Fall, should be available next Monday. I think. Ooh. Yeah, people should be able should should be able to start start ordering. And someone's going to get to you. Obviously, delivery is all weird during this
1: time. But but we'll talk about that on our next episode to just <laughs> confirm for you that you can do it. Absolutely. And um, that personal Instagram or personal Twitter that I talked about that's for my blog, my blog is aflimsyplan.com. flimsyplan.com.
0: Yeah. Right, and we'll see you all next week.
1: What does Grayson want from Drake?
0: What will be the fallout from Caster's Plot?
1: Where will Vega pivot to next?
0: Answers us all is and more on the next episode of Missy Osiris and Abs.
1: A teen drama fan cast?